Storytelling is marketing's oxygen. Your brand cannot survive without it. Hi, my name is Nyquia, and I am the founder of The Marketing Profit, a global digital marketing agency. I have mastered the art of storytelling and marketing strategy from the greatest storyteller of all time. Yes, girl, you got that right. I'm talking about Jesus Christ. The Scriptures, Stories, and Strategies podcast is here to help faith-based content creators create a universal community within their online business that sparks engagement, prompts actions, and generates income using lessons from the only business book you really need, your Bible. Let's begin. Hello, faith Field friend. Welcome back to another faith Field episode. If you are new, hey, I'm your host, Nyquia. And if you skip past that introduction, you probably have no clue who I am. I am the founder of The Marketing Profit, which is a global digital marketing agency, a business educational platform, and a faith-based global community for freedom-fiending female entrepreneurs who love to mix business with Christianity. And if that sounds like a community you see yourself a part of, then you're going to love this podcast because scriptures, stories, and strategies is all about using the Bible as your number one business book. So in today's episode, I'm so excited to introduce a special guest, Isis Woods. I'll have her introduce herself first, and then we're going to discuss the topic uh, for today's episode and death. So without further ado, Isis, welcome. Go ahead, introduce yourself. Let us know who you are, what you do, and a little bit about your business. Hi, everyone. I am Isis Brianna, aka the digital sales guru. That's what my clients call me. (laughs) And I am a business coach who is faith-based, and I just love to help people work in their purpose while securing the bag at the same time. So I'm really, really invested in just helping people grow their business online through digital marketing and through branding and with Guy at the forefront. I love that. I love the fact that you help people work within their purpose. Uh, That right then and there, you're setting them up for success already. So I love that. So um, Isis, I want to talk about our episode topic for today, and that's about being a godly influence in the business world. So I actually did an episode like this in the past, but this time I want to take a different approach on the topic using a story from the Bible as the foundation of this episode. So scripture includes many examples of righteous women who were influential in their generation. And one of the most successful businesswomen in the Bible that I think she was one of the most successful businesswomen in the Bible is Lydia. And then for those of you that are listening, you'll actually find Lydia's story in Acts chapter 16, verses 14 through 15. So according to biblical records, Lydia was actually a businesswoman who basically died and sold purple cloth, which was a material used by the wealthy and elite of that time in, in history. So this meant Lydia worked in a high price market with a high-end target market. But Lydia was more than just a woman who sold luxury goods, the elite and the powerful. From context clues in the Bible, we can also assume that she was also the head of her household, an employer of others, and a woman of great faith. She was also the first of many in her position. For what I love the most about her, she was the first to establish a church in her home for other Christians. So as a powerful woman of God, Lydia has much to offer today's Christian businesswomen. So I look at you, Isis, and what you're doing with your influence, your business, your brand, how you're helping other people, and how people are talking about you. I see the story of Lydia. So I have a few questions for you, and I, as well as my audience, would love to hear your story. So first, tell us exactly when you felt the need to be bold in your faith when it came to your business. What was that turning point? 
Um, you know, a, a lot of people ask me that question, or really they ask, how do I intertwine God so easily in my business? And for me, to be honest, I never realized it was bold until okay. I realized that other people didn't feel comfortable doing so. Mm -hmm. And it was such a natural part of me. I, I like I didn't realize that no one else wasn't really talking about God like that in their business or that many people weren't. Um, and for me, it just, every decision that I make, whether it be what I post or what my new business plan is or ideas that I have for a client, I'm praying over it, I'm fasting over it. And that's really what I just kept it as. Like I, I shared my story with people. Um, when people ask how I came up with a, a new idea or content idea, I'm like, oh yeah, girl, that came from prayer. Yes. And some people were shocked. Like, what do you, okay, what's the actual strategy? I'm like, that is the actual strategy. <laughs> um, and so truthfully, you know, I never felt like I needed to be bold with it. It just, just happened naturally. And now I find myself um, feeling more obligated to do so just simply because I realize now it's a responsibility to help other people feel that same way feel like it's okay and it should be natural to talk about God and life and business however they want to. I love that Isis. I love the fact that you use the word natural and how it comes natural to you. Um, and so I guess I want to ask next to some people, I guess uh, those that are listening, I know that there's some people that I personally spoke to myself who maybe it doesn't come natural to, or they're afraid of what others might think, or they're afraid they might lose out on clients or people might come for them just for being a Christian and introducing that within their business. So what advice would you have if you had to pick one advice for somebody who's listening right now? who has this business, who, who is a Christian, they want to be bold in their faith, but they're afraid of being attacked. They're afraid of what people might say about them. Uh, what is one advice you can give them? You know, I'm going to say this and some saints may be mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> My advice is to get over it because God did not call us to be meek. And every client is not our client. I'm sorry. There have been tons of people. I won't even say that I lost. They lost me. Hey, okay. uncomfortable with you know the faith of it I've had people I have people who have fake pages send me messages and the things they say wow. are ridiculously sad and luckily I'm pretty strong but I can tell how it would really 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 hurt someone else okay um, and I mean for me it's just get over it and, <laughs> and I say that with love I say that with love and I really um, I always love uh, going back to Esther. I think Esther is just so dope. Yes. And yes. I always think of just the, you know, the scriptures of one of the lines says something like, you know, you were called for a time such as this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm always thinking it's just, it's our time. It's always our time to stand up, to stand bold, to stand proud. And honestly, I don't really enjoy working with people who, are ashamed of my faith or don't want to talk about it because then you're not getting the best of me exactly. and then at that point what are you paying for exactly. because you're not going to get the best of me if you want me to cut out pieces of who I am and how I coach then I'm just not the coach for you and you're not the client for me and that's fine I love that that actually brings me to my next question because 
uh, business growth and expansion, it leads to asking for help. So for example, Lydia's business was so successful that she had to hire employees. So growing a business means eventually needing to hire help. So that might come in the form of, you know, part-time assistants, independent contractors, freelancers, full-time employees. So does Christianity ISIS play a role in who you actually have helping you with your business? Why or why not? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, definitely. It's so funny because I can tell that everybody always um, doesn't expect it when I'm interviewing them. Ooh, but okay. my first question is always, who's your ideal employer? Ooh. And because, you know, people always ask, who's your ideal client? And I okay. want to hear what you say before I tell you what I need. Wow. And, um, and if they don't mention faith, they're already out the door. <laughs> no way. Wow. I love that. Wow. Yes, they are, because for me, it's just, I need someone who is going to be standing bold in it too. And, and that's because, you know, a lot of the times the things that I need help with on my team are those who are doing some kind of communication for me, okay. uh, whether that be emails or helping out with DMs sometimes, or being the person who talks, you know, to my brand partners, kind of like my liaison. And I don't need someone who's not going to know what to say in the face of anything. Like I have a lot of people who will send me emails who, you know, seek advice or seek wisdom. And I usually have all those emails forwarded to me, but I also need an assistant who's going to know how to pray over that person too. That's true. And, and so, yeah, yeah. It's very important to me. Like I, I have my assistant send me a list of people who need prayer, who requested prayer, but I also need them to be that liaison too and, and be there if I'm not available to for the next few days. So yeah, it's, it's very, very important to me, you know, having someone who, um, I wouldn't say can can copy you per se, but having someone who can sound like you, share the same passion, share the same heart as you, that's really important for me. Really, really important for me. I love that. And actually what you just said actually made me think of something else real quick. So when you ask that question and let's say they do answer it correctly um, and you find that they are faith-based, they're, they're bold in their faith, they are a Christian, do you do anything else to verify that fact because what if somebody just really wants to work with you and they know you know you're bolding faith they know you're a christian and um so basically my question do you do anything after that to see if they're really holding up what they're saying they are well verifying for me just sees how it's, it's seeing how they walk and how okay. they take, how they move so yeah. anybody that i hire i hire them first on a trial basis oh nice. okay. that's basically just me giving them exactly what they need to do what they need to know and letting them do it. And so I've, I've hired people who were faith-based and I would go back and read, you know, maybe some emails they sent somebody and I was like, that's not something I would say. Wow, I love <laughs> and that. after multiple conversations, I would say, you know what, I thought this was it, but these last two weeks have not really been great. <laughs> wow. So, you know, I'm gonna try someone new. And so I am very, 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 you know, a, a stickler about those things. I'm, once you're on my, I'm, I'm, I'll say, I'm very strict about who I hire, but once you own my team, I love you like a sister. Love and that, so, yeah, I, I do kind of verify, but that, you know, I'm not giving them pop quizzes of the Bible, you know, yeah. <laughs> seeing how they move and seeing how they talk to people. Wow, I 
love that. I love, I'm probably gonna have to steal that question for you. Like once I start hiring a team, <laughs> I never, cause I would also, I feel the same way. I would want, first of all, if you're coming to me, you're already going to know that I am a Christian and I am bold in my faith. So yes. I would hope that you're bold enough. You're not that bold to come to me. If I'm sorry, if you're not a Christian or you don't believe in what, you know, I, I practice what I preach. Cause at the end of the day, Christianity is infused within my business. So if you're coming to me not knowing that, you're not the right person. You didn't do your research, one. Um, and you're just not the right person for me. So I never thought of actually asking a question like that. So I love that. So I'm sorry, I got to steal that from you, girl. Okay, thank you. <laughs> um, but my next question. So like Lydia, her customers were high end. They were people with status. They were royalty. So keep in mind for those that are listening during that day and age, especially during the, the book of Acts, Christians were being prosecuted, but still was, but what I love about Lydia, she was still bold in her faith while doing her business. So today is no different. So Isis, do you have any examples where you, I, and I love how bold you are, but I'm curious, do you have any examples of where you felt afraid of being bold in your faith or felt afraid of being, or of saying something uh, that you knew you were going to get lashed back at, but you did it anyways. Um, can you give any examples of when you just kind of felt afraid to say something, but you did it anyways? Yeah, I can, I can think of two. Um, I wouldn't even know if the word would be afraid. I okay. think it would be more so hesitant. Okay. Um, and so the first one was just a simple, it was like a pretty big room I was in in clubhouse. It was like a thousand people in the room and I was brought on stage by one of the people who's like on Shark Tank. And I was like, oh my gosh, Whoa. This is like, it's a big deal here. Yes. And I was sitting there talking and somebody asked for advice and everybody was just going around the wheels saying the typical business advice. And I'm thinking in my head, this dude needs prayer. Like, yeah. <laughs> and no way I'm going to tell him to pray. And it's so funny because it's like, as soon as I, I don't know, it was just on my heart. And I was like, I'm just going to have to say it. Like, I didn't want to, to be honest, I was like, I'm around all these old white men and I got you. not how they do things. And your sister's about to get real soulful in here. <laughs> um, but I, I said it. And the funny thing is afterwards, everybody was like, oh my gosh, no, why didn't I think of that? That's, I'm so glad you said that. And then everyone just started talking about their faith. And it's kind of like when you stand proud in your faith, you give others the permission to do so too. And I don't know, that just gave me like a fuzzy feeling of, Aww. okay, you know, I kind of helped them come out of their shell too. But um, I will say the one that was the, I wouldn't say the hardest, okay. I would say I thought about it the most was the one that, and I did lose this brand deal actually. Well, I would say they lost me. It was like a $10,000 brand deal and it was a big company. It was only for a few stories. Okay. And it was like, you know, and they asked me, they basically wanted me to ask, answer questions on camera and they kind of put it on their story for like user generated content okay and it was like four stories ten thousand dollars i was like oh that's so simple okay. and one of the questions they asked me i recorded it and sent it to them and it was talking about my faith okay and they sent it back i was like we love your videos this one won't work <laughs> and wow. i was like why why won't this one work and i was like well we have a diverse audience we want to be inclusive and i was like but being inclusive means showing the voices of different races, different religions, different, you know, exactly. and we're like, well, we just want, kind of want to stray away from, and I was like, okay, well, you know what? I, I'm just not going to be a part of it. That's it. That's it. And that's just what it was. So sometimes it means that you are going to have to turn down things, which is the part that Christians sometimes don't want to do. 
but we do. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that story because I think it's very important, especially when it comes to anything monetary. Um, I love that you stood strong in your faith and I love that you didn't change your perception just because somebody's waving $10,000 in your face for, you know, a simple four easy stories. So I'm glad that you were strong enough to say, you know what? No, this is not for me because let's say if you would have taken that, like <clears throat> just the perception, maybe uh, it may have given to other people um, watching that brand deal or just yourself, just living with that yourself, going to sleep at night. Like, wow, I really like traded what I really strongly believe in for $10,000. And yeah. yes, that's a lot of money, but at the end of the day, that ain't, that ain't worth, you know, feeling that, that pain one that ain't worth, um, you know, having to answer the Jesus and all that stuff. So I love that you did that. And I, my last question for you, uh, Isis would be, what's one thing you actually see wrong in the Christian business community and how are you trying to change it? Well, I think, without throwing shade, but I mean, every time I say not throwing shade, we're typically throwing shade. But um, I, one thing that's really started to bother me is I see people using faith as a sales tactic. Wow, okay. And it, it just truly bothers me. And it's not to say, I mean, we, we have discernment. We know most times when things are real and when they're not. Mm -hmm. And so I've seen like a lot of people, even people who I've considered my peers in the, in the business coaching space, mm -hmm. quote unquote, all of a sudden are very into faith. And some of them I know personally who have told me they're not Christian within wow. the past two weeks. But now that they see, oh, people are connecting to faith and people, you know, want to put purpose in their business. Now they're talking about having your calling and now they're talking about reading the Bible. And, wow. and so that really doesn't sit well with me simply because I feel like it's taking advantage mm -hmm. of someone's faith and someone's vulnerability. And it can really damage someone in the long run because I have had people who I've looked up to who I thought, and everyone is human. I want to say that everyone is human, but I have had people that I looked up to who I just thought were just like on fire for Jesus, just so amazing and, and kind hearted. And one day I see their true colors and it kind of messes me up. Wow. Like, wow, is this how we're operating in a Christian space now? <laughs> and this what we doing? <laughs> is this what we doing? <laughs> so, you know, that's the thing that really bothers me. Like I'll, I'll see people who, who typically would have something just called, you know, how to find your business name to how to use God to find your business name. And it's like, what? Like, wow. just, just be you, just be you. So that's the one thing that bothers me. Um, it's just not being genuine with it. If you see, I am, I'm always that person who just says what I don't know. And I'm fine with that. If I don't know a scripture, I'm not going to tell you I know the scripture and try to memorize it. Yes. Say, look I don't know it but I know how to paraphrase it and this is what it says <laughs> <laughs> I know what it means at the end of the day <laughs> I know what it means <laughs> uh and so that's my thing I just want people to you know be genuine and, and be authentic to themselves and and it also frustrates me on their end too because it kind of breaks my heart when people have to put on a facade yeah because I've been there I I remember like when I first started my my business as far as business coaching I remember telling my boyfriend I was like you know what I'm just gonna have to turn into a liar 
Wow. I'm not kidding. Like it was that bad. He was like, why would you say that? Why would you say oh. that? I was like, everybody else is lying and, and doing all this and that and they're winning. And here I am just sitting here stagnant. And, and I'm so grateful for him. Cause he was like, no, I just need you to pray. I need you to keep doing what's right. And the good things will come to you. And they have. And so, but I said, say there is pressure to, you know, to, I, I mean, it is lying to lie about things. I was about to say to change numbers, people change to say how much they've made and all this, but there's pressure to lie. And so I would just tell anybody out here to just stay true to you. And I promise you, everything is going to come. I promise you. I love that Isis. Thank you. First of all, thank you so much once again for being a guest on my podcast. And once again, taking time out of your busy schedule to sit here and talk with me, talk with my audience and just share how you know, share the pressures of being a godly influence, but also sharing how beneficial it is just within your faith when it, with, when it comes to God, when it comes to just your faith in general, how beneficial it is being that godly influence who is not afraid to say no to a brand deal, who is not afraid to say something to that may be bold to somebody else, just not being afraid. And I really, really thank you for that. And before we end this podcast episode, I just want you to go ahead and tell everyone where they can find you or if you're, or if you're working on any special projects or how people can work with you. Go ahead, girl, just talk about yourself. Yes. Well, you guys can find me on Instagram at Isis Brianna. That's I-S-I-S-B-R-E-A-N-N-A. And I always say, just stalk my Instagram and then you'll figure out how to work with me. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love that. Yes. Just her Instagram is amazing. By the way, I first found you, by the way, Isis through your travel content. Cause I love to travel as well. Oh, yeah. So that's uh, how I first found you. And then once I found out that not only did you have a business, but like it was, I seen a Christian woman doing well. And I just, I just felt that connection with you just on um, that Christian level. Like I just, you just became a, a, a huge inspiration. So just, I love what you're doing. Keep staying true to yourself. Thank you so much for, you know, giving your wisdom today on this episode. And I hope that you have a good rest of your day, Isis. Thank you so much. And I'll talk to you soon. And bye, everyone. (laughs) Bye, guys. Thank you for listening. Do you feel that? That heat? That fuel? Girl, that's that faith fuel. And I pray you use the fuel and lessons learned today in this episode and apply them to your personal life and business journey. Feel free to screenshot this episode and share a business lesson you learned and will now be incorporating in your business. Don't forget to tag me, okay, at The Marketing Profit so I'm notified and we can talk more about how you're going to apply those lessons to your business strategy in the DMs. It would also mean so much to me to reach all the faith-based entrepreneurs who want to infuse God within their business journey. But in order to do that, I need your help to get the word out. I would love if you'd comment, rate, and subscribe to this podcast in order to help me reach those girls and share these biblical business strategies. Let them know what they're missing. Okay, don't tell them I can turn water into wine, but let them know I can turn scriptures and stories into applicable and action-packed business strategies. Thank you so much, Faith Fueled friend, and I will talk to you in my next episode. Have a blessed day.